You're live with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here with John Beeler. Got a great show for you today. Later on, we'll uh, be chatting with the folks at Corel. Remember Corel Draw and WordPerfect? They are still going strong. We'll get an update on that. And uh, we'll be talking with the folks at Ancestry DNA. But in the spirit of uh, the gift guides that we've been doing, uh, we've uh, got another one. Well, what about the, the little animals, your little friends? Well, uh, we want to talk about some of the pet tech that is available. To help us out, uh, we've got a great guest. Her name is Nikita Ahmed. She is with PetSmart Canada. Thanks for joining us uh, today, Nikita. Well, thank you for having me, Mike. I'm very excited to speak to you today. Well, let's look. Um, you actually provided uh, some uh, some different uh, techie uh, pet uh, items that I thought were pretty cool. Let's uh, start uh, with the, the Wise Pan Pet Camera. What, what does this thing do? So the WISE camera has actually been a popular item over the last few months. It lets you keep an eye on your fur baby no matter where you are. And it also provides you peace of mind, which I think is really important for everyone at this point. Um, so how this works is the Wi-Fi camera actually connects to your device and it's viewable from anywhere, which is an awesome feature. Um, and if you wanna check on your pet during the night, it actually has night vision, which can work up to 30 feet. And then throughout the day, it has a two-way audio feature that lets you tell them when you miss them or when you want them to get off the furniture, anything like that. You can speak to your pet. I actually have this camera. Oh, you do? Yeah. And, and I bought it specifically to spy on my cat while I'm at the office. Does your cat have any privacy issues with that? <laughs> uh, well, she waved them when she came into my house. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I do like the, the ability to talk to them through the, through the microphone and speaker. Uh, it's a really neat feature. I don't think she has any clue where my voice is coming from. Yeah. But at least I think it, she, in my mind, I think it feels better that she at least can hear my voice, especially if I'm across, you know, the world. Yeah. Uh, when we're traveling again. She's a cat. I don't think she cares where your voice is coming from. Probably. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what I liked about this one, though, is the price. Like, you know, you'd think this would be hundreds of dollars, but um, it's coming in uh, at, at 60 bucks, which isn't bad. Yep, Exactly. A small price to pay to look look over your pet. And, and the nice thing is you can actually use your phone remotely to pan and tilt it. Yes. And it, it works really well. And you can get almost, not quite 360, but you can get pretty close. So you, I kind of put mine central in my, my living room, and I can pan and see the whole space easily. Let's move on to the next one. This is something I think I need. I've got two little dogs, and they drive me crazy. Uh, how many times they want in and out of the backyard every day. So uh, you've got uh, a PetSafe electronic smart door, pet door. So what makes this different than the other pet doors out there? Like my wife is concerned that other animals are going to come back in, like raccoons or, or what have you. So this smart door would actually be perfect for you then because it actually gives your pet specifically the freedom to come in and out as they please. And how this works is the pet wears a smart key on their collar, which can be detected within three feet by a sensor. So this allows the smart door to only work for your pet when they pass through. And if you need to, you can lock it manually to keep your pets inside when you need them to be. So at, at nighttime, uh, when everyone's sleeping, you can basically lock it so nothing can get in or out. Exactly. But there's nothing stopping your dog to, from bringing in his friendly neighborhood raccoon with him. <laughs> oh. Yeah. No. <laughs> or being well, chased. <laughs> no, the door would shut. So you wouldn't have that raccoon coming in with them. That's when you need the, the 
pet cam to actually catch that raccoon slamming into the door. Exactly. <laughs> so let's uh, move on to the last one here, which uh, I think any cat owner would love. The PetSafe Scoop-Free Self-Cleaning Litter Box. So what makes this self-cleaning? So what makes this self-cleaning is that it uses disposable trays, which eliminates the need to scoop and clean for weeks, which is awesome. Who doesn't get tired of cleaning up after their pet? Um, so what the litter box does is it uses crystal litter, which provides unbeatable odor control by absorbing and dehydrating the waste. So not only will this litter box keep clean, but it will also have your house smelling fresh and it will keep the house clean through its low tracking litter since it doesn't stick to paws, which is perfect. Sorry, how long does this last? Uh, a few weeks. Wow. That's that's pretty good. Like, how often are you changing your cat litter? Uh, I do it every day or every uh, garbage day. So, I, yeah, I scoop it out and it goes out the same day. So this this would be like a godsend. Yes, yes. Uh, again, the pet safe, scoop free, self cleaning litter box. I think that goes for one eighty nine. Uh, Nikita, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you, thank you for having me. And uh, people can obviously go in stores uh, online as well. Yes. So online, PetSmart Owl actually offers same-day shipping through DoorDash. So you can order any of these products we chatted about and just in time for the holidays. Oh, brilliant. Well, thanks again and uh, have a happy holiday. All right. Thank you. You too. When we come back from the break, more tech to talk. Stay tuned. You're back with the show. Mike and John here. Excited about this next interview, John. You've been talking about this all week. I know. Uh, we're going to be talking about Corel. Uh, it's a great Canadian software company. Uh, started back in, I believe, 1989. We've uh, got uh, John Falsetto from Corel on the line. Thanks for joining us today, John. Thanks very much for having me. Pleasure to be here. Uh, yeah, so I was kind of excited to look into what's happening with Corel now. Um, I don't know if you remember back in the day. When did you start with Corel, John? Uh, 2006. 2006. So back back in the 90s, I used to work in a computer retail store out west here in Vancouver called Doppler Computers. And um, one of the things that we sold a ton of was Corel Draw. And at the time, it was such a big program and it came with thousands of uh, clip art images as well, which was kind of unheard of at the time. And it was on CDs. And uh, Corel actually bundled the software, the clip art on the CDs with a CD-ROM player. Do you remember that? For sure, definitely, and and you can go back even further where it included about you know twenty five uh, discs, uh, floppy disks, and it, it actually had a printed catalog of all the clip art. Did it not? Yep. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. We we dropped that uh, about fourteen years ago or so, um, but we actually maintained it until then. So you'd get a pretty big box, that's for sure. Uh, but yeah, for me, it was amazing because I, I self-taught myself how to design and, uh, you know, do desktop publishing with it because it was it was pretty easy to pick up and, and actually start getting into. And with the clip art at the time, I mean, you could get like race cars and people. I mean, any type of image you could think of, it was probably on that clip art disc. So it, it was amazing. Uh, but let's fast forward to today, John. And, you know, where are we with Corel now? Like, what are some of the different software uh, properties that you guys have? Yeah, we're definitely not, uh, you know, not your father's Corel anymore. That's for sure. <laughs> we've uh, we've uh, we've grown a lot as a company. A lot of a lot of uh, mergers and acquisitions over the years. Um, Corel Draw uh, still is probably the most recognized brand. Uh, you know, uh, the flagship brand. I'm certainly a bit biased here at Corel, um, but uh, you know, we're perfect. Uh, is another brand that people are very familiar with. It's been around for a long time. 
Uh, Corel acquired Reperfect in 1996, and, and it actually still does quite well uh, with certain, you know, government and, and legal professions. But over the last few years, you know, we, we acquired Parallels uh, a couple of years back. Um, very well known, obviously, for, for virtualization uh, to run Windows on a Mac, and it actually goes beyond that. Um, we acquired a company called Mind Manager uh, from MindJet. So it's all about, um, you know, capturing visualization information for teams. Um, WinZip, another you know brand that people are, are obviously uh, probably familiar with over, over the years, uh, and it's not just about compression; it's it's about security and and other things. And we have a whole host of other brands in Corel as well. I mean, whether it's Corel Painter or PaintShop Pro or ClearSlide, there's just we're, we're a really really broad portfolio of products now here at Corel. Well, talking about Corel Draw again, and, and just for the listeners, this is a a really powerful. Uh, but kind of, I, I found pretty simple program to get into and start using kind of uh, everything from design to desktop publishing and, and, and layout. Uh, I mean, obviously, you know, through the 90s and you get into the, the 2000s, uh, a lot of competition obviously got uh, in, into the into the market. But yet Corel still remains like what, what do you owe that to? Yeah, we, we we withstood the test of time for sure. I mean, there was a time many years ago when when it was just the go-to name for for design. I mean, other other vendors have, have come in, into play as well. But I would say um, one of one of the things you've said about it being you know pretty easy to get into, pretty easy to learn and use, and that's been one of our mantras really over time. Um, you know, make no mistake about it, it's a professional product. But you know, we we pride ourselves on the ability to get into the application for the first time, use the learning materials, figure out what you're doing, use the the clip art and, and other elements that we provide, and and, and kind of get your way around there pr- pretty quickly. And so we've we've maintained a pretty strong base and a pretty strong global base um, because of, of factors like that, as well as being you know robust, powerful, working well with many different outputs, taking many different file formats in. I mean, those are kind of go-to things that that have helped us withstand the test of time. I think one of my first uh, uses for Corel Draw back in the day was because it was one of the only packages out there that could do vector graphics at the time. Mm-hmm. And I, at the time, I had this weird side of my desk job that I was doing at a big corporation, and I was actually making signage using a vinyl cutter. <laughs> uh, so, like when Mike got hired at that company, I would be the guy that would make the little nameplate for him. And yes. and I, but I think what you were saying though. Like a lot of people got into it early days because it was a one of the few that were available. It was pretty low cost. It was bundled with a lot of stuff, but also it's that familiarity that people have. And so like Mike, he he always talks about using Curl Draw, and everybody oh, yeah. else is using one of your competitors. And they make fun of me, John. <laughs> and I just tell them to shut up. <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> but you know the wonderful thing is. Um, I, I can use it, but I can import all their files. I can export yep. to, you know, what they're using as well. And I just exactly. love that because, I, again, I, I just, I find it so much easier to get into. And mm-hmm. I, I just love that I keep finding new things I can do that just kind of take my design to the next level. And, of course, there's tutorials for those of us that might watch one or two of those. Yes. <laughs> Exactly, and and it's and it's you know of course we have to evolve. I mean, I mean the products uh, you know been around since 1989. Like any other piece of software, you have to continue to bring new things to the table. And so while we still offer those core 
elements that attracted people at the beginning, um, we have to look forward as well, especially especially in our new normal. You know, whether it's collaboration tools or using AI, uh, embracing. Uh, you know, we we relaunched on the Mac for the first time in in uh, in over 15 years last year in 2019. So we try to be platform specific again, and now we're looking at web. Like it's you, you have to balance that those core elements with you know, the, the evolving needs of, of users. Well, one interesting thing I found as well, you do have like a monthly um, subscription version of it, uh, but you can also buy it outright, which isn't always the case with a lot of competitors out there now. Exactly. And that's actually one of the other core things that has appealed to our users over the years. You know, we first started introducing subscription as an option um, in 2012, um, but we also continue to offer a perpetual version, like you said. So it's about choice. We want our users to feel that we're not forcing them into a path because some people are happy to subscribe. They're happy to, you know, essentially rent the product. But you know what? Some people want to buy the product. They want to own the product. They don't want to have to uh, to keep paying annually or, or monthly to uh, you know to continue to be able to use it, so we try and you know we, we try and cater to to all the different needs of, of the user base. We're talking with John Falsetto. He is with Corel. They're a uh, Canadian software company that's been around since the '80s. Literally, that's a lifetime. Uh, makers of the the popular Corel Draw back in the day, still uh, going strong now. Uh, let's talk about WordPerfect quickly. Like, how do, how does WordPerfect stay relevant now? I mean, you know, there's some big players out there. Microsoft, obviously, with Office. Uh, you know how how do you stay relevant and, and competitive against such a, a behemoth like that? Right. It's it's quite interesting. WordPerfect is a really interesting story for us because it has, you know, also in its own right withstood the test of time. And I think in the case of WordPerfect, it's we we really established ourselves years ago in the legal space, uh, in some different government spaces, and um, you know, in certain in certain types of organizations, you know, there, there's a, more of a resistance to change and more of a you know a, a, a clinging to familiarity. So. The strength of We're Perfect has really been continuing to serve those industries pretty well, those verticals well. And then also we have, um, you know, we have a home student version, which does quite well as well, because you got people out there who want a low cost alternative. Um, it is it is a very powerful application. Um, and so it gives them the opportunity to, to meet their needs. Um, but you're right, there, there are behemoths out there. And uh, we just focus on our strengths, focus on the industries that uh, we do well in. And, and here we are in, in, in 2020 and, and We're Perfect is, is still going strong. And WordPerfect can import and export to all of the other formats as well in, in the word processing space. So it should kind of be a moot point, I think, these days, too. Uh, so what is the strategy for Corel then, like, long term? It, it, you know, it was interesting because when I looked into you guys again, uh, you know, obviously I knew that you had Corel draw and WordPerfect, but, um, you know, I'd forgotten that you had purchased Parallels uh, that, you know, allows you to run, uh, you know, like, for example, Windows on a, on a Mac. Uh, and you also own WinZip, I believe. That's right. Yeah, no, that's right. And, and in fact, one of the more recent pieces of news on Parallels, it's not just running it on the Mac, but actually the ability to, uh, we just released the ability to run uh, Parallels desktop on uh, on Chromebook Enterprise. So we're now taking it to that massive platform, obviously. there's uh, So it's that same principle of, of, of being able to run, you know, to run Windows applications, but now on, on Chromebook. So yeah, it's it's quite remarkable uh, the, the, how, you know, in terms of the, the acquisitions, as I said earlier, um, that we've done over the years, and, you know, for Corel, we're, we're really looking at things like, um, you know, knowledge workers. I mean, there's so many, there's so many people out there that have so many different needs and we want to, 
we want to be able to offer something to to many different uh, you know I- industries, but with this core kind of knowledge worker kind of concept. So of course we still serve you know students and and, and consumers with many of our products, but we're we're taking a really close look at, uh, you know just at the business side, the enterprise side, um, and and of course again nowadays with with remote working and learning and and uh, collaboration being keywords, we're really looking at, at offering um, new functionality in our applications and some of our applications that really cater to those needs. Because even when this when this pandemic is set and done, I think we all know it, we're not going back to exactly as we were before. It'll be somewhere in between, right? So, John, you've been there since 2006, if I'm uh, if I remember yeah. correctly. Uh, what what keeps you there, or or they just trapped you there in that room? <laughs> exactly. Um, you know, it, it's it's incredible, and it's maybe a bit of Canadian bias, uh, but you know, being Canadian, uh, like a really great Canadian software company story, has always appealed to me, even before. I started working, you know, growing up in Ottawa, you know, Corel helped put, put Ottawa on the, on the high tech map back in the day. Um, it, it sounds a bit corny, but it's, it's, it's the people too. I mean, it, it, there, there's a real scrappy mentality. There's a real, like the work ethic is, uh, is amazing. Um, and you just, you really, you really appreciate the effort that people put in. And it's not to say that other companies don't have that, but there are so many folks at Corel, you know, lifers as we call them, or people that have been here for, you know, for over 20 years um, that have seen so much uh, evolve. And it just, it, and then the fact that we play in so many different uh, spaces um, and get to partner with so many cool companies. I mean, it's just, it's just a lot of fun. John Falsetto, thanks for joining us today. My pleasure. Thanks so much for having me, guys. And people can find out more information. It's Corel.com, right? Corel.com, yeah, or CorelDraw.com if you want to get more specific for CorelDraw, for sure. Well, they seem to be uh, taking over more and more uh, of the different types of software uh, out there. Check them out again, Corel.com. When we come back from the break, more tech to talk. Stay tuned. You're back with Get Connected. Mike and John here. Let's talk about going back, our roots, well, you can find out where you came from with a lot of these new DNA kits out there. One of the most popular ones uh, out there would be Ancestry.com or Ancestry.ca here in Canada. Uh, we've got a great uh, guest on the line. Uh, she's with Ancestry.ca. Her name is Leslie Anderson uh, from Ottawa. Thanks for joining us, Leslie. Oh, you're welcome. Happy to be here. Wanted to get you on the line because I think this is a great uh, gift idea for any family member. Uh, we gifted it to my parents last year. They love it. Uh, so this is essentially a kit you can buy and you give it a bit of your DNA. We'll get into what that entails. Not painful, trust me. And uh, you send it in and it basically will tell you where your ancestors came from. And uh, if you want, even match you up with potential relatives. Uh, Leslie, how long has uh, Ancestry.ca uh, been around? Uh, we've been around since 2006. The CA is the country site for Canada, but we have websites and obviously around the globe. So walk us through the steps uh, that are involved in, in making this all happen. Obviously, first, you got to get a kit. Right. Well, you order a kit on uh, our website, Ancestry.ca, and basically Ancestry DNA is a home consumer DNA test, and you spit in a little tube, a small saliva sample. You don't worry about filling up the whole tube. I think it's about a quarter of a teaspoon of your spit, and uh, we do, as you say, give you an estimate of your ethnicity from around a thousand regions worldwide, And, and as you mentioned, DNA this DNA can 
connect you with other people in our database that uh, descend from the same ancestors that you do. And so you share DNA with these people. Okay, I want to ask some questions and, and hopefully you know the answer. How do you know where people come from? Like, where did you get that original information? Right. Well, uh, we have controlled groups. We have a reference panel when we first started with DNA. And uh, so they had deep roots in the different regions from around the world. And so the ethnicity estimate side of our DNA test is based on those and then other people's DNA tests that we have we have modified uh, the results that you see based on the improvements that we make to our DNA algorithms. So I, I think that's one of the key points here is the more people that participate in these types of studies, the better the data will be. Exactly. And right now it's over 18 million people. So we have a lot wow. of uh, reference now. Okay. I got distracted there for a moment. So you spit in the tube <laughs> and then you mail the tube in, right? That's right. We provide you with an envelope that's uh, that's or a little box actually that's postage paid. So you just pop it into the into the um, mailbox, and then in about depending on if there's a sale on or what timing it is, but usually within six to eight weeks, you will get your results back online. So we will keep you informed, and you can also go up to the DNA tab on our site to watch the progress of that DNA test when it's uh, arrived at the lab and whether it's being processed and when it's coming out. But we will email you. So once that's done, uh, people have to log into the website uh, and they'll get uh, a, a message that it's it's finished. Yeah, that's right. Or you can just check it yourself. And so let's talk about some of the information that people will get. So once it's all done and you get that notification that it's ready to go, you can check it out. Like what can people find out about themselves? Well, it's really amazing because uh, I've been doing research, uh, family history research for over 50 years. And so through the documents, I've learned about my family history. And what I found out through my DNA was that most of it is correct, that there weren't any secrets uh, in the family to discover. But if you do have secrets to discover, the matching that we do to the DNA matches that share your DNA can uh, bring out that information. So you're going to have two sides of your DNA test. You're going to have your ethnicity estimate, which is based on everybody's ethnicity and how you are fitting into that from regions from all around the world. And actually, I should mention that uh, for those of you or those of us that are Irish, we can hone it down hopefully into the the area exactly where your dna is proving to be shown so if you've got a brick wall or you're looking for where in ireland uh, that you've come from then our dna analysis can can tell you that or hopefully can tell you that we've uh, increased our uh, our groups uh, this year, actually, the ethnicity regions, and uh, they were in West Africa, Northwestern Europe, the Americas, Oceania, and Southeast Asia. And so that side of the test is so interesting to put your family history in context with 
historical events. So it goes back, it could go back about a thousand years, but our DNA testing ethnicity wise will match you up in about 300 years of your, of your family history. The other side of the test is when you are getting matches to people who share your ancestors' DNA. And so we'll approximate that relationship and give that to you on the DNA page. What you can also find on the DNA page is something called through lines, which is us looking at your tree and looking at other people's tree over and above the science. So we can give you possibilities to other people's trees that match your DNA. I think the important thing here uh, as well, uh, you talked about matching up potential relatives that have also taken this test. This is something that you would opt into, correct? Exactly. You you have total control over your privacy that's very important so if you choose not to be seen in the dna database you can certainly do that and you can even remove your your test if you wish and so i just want to go down that privacy route because uh people have asked me this we're seeing a lot of this in the news now uh that uh police and, and law enforcement are you know solving some of these cold case uh cold cases from like years gone by through uh, these DNA uh, testing kits like how how does that that work well uh, you're right uh, I think that uh, there's many different uses now for DNA and uh, I just want to mention that surprises and and these things are found through the historical documents as well but what is really a boon for these cold cases is that uh, as I mentioned you're going to you're going to match somebody that shares a DNA relative going back 300 years. So if you if you look at that genetic genealogy within a, a genetic genealogist to do your family history for you, that person who submitted the sample, uh, they know their business, they know their family tree, and they might match the the DNA that was left on the scene. And so that gives police and the enforcement uh, detectives um, an opportunity to uh, check out that person and then of course the, the 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 clues or the hints have gone away once they they get uh, a recommendation they would have to anal- analyze the dna from that person to see if it really was a fit from what my understanding is to um the police uh, in many cases are going to these public uh, kind of uh, sites that that have this DNA information that people are will you know willingly submitting they're not like you know tapping into ancestry's <laughs> computers to to grab that no not at all and as i mentioned we uh, take privacy very seriously and so we do not um, allow anybody to come into our database that isn't a member and hasn't provided a DNA sample. So uh, we will uh, cooperate with a law enforcement only with a valid process, a valid legal process. It, uh, it's been a wonderful experience for my parents. Uh, again, they love seeing where they you know, came from, from an ethnic standpoint. They're Scandinavian, they're Danish. So it was interesting to see all the different regions uh, that you know they were made up of. Uh, but also, you know, they opted into that that match system as well. And it was just exciting to see all the potential relatives 
and and it was amazing that you know the system there could break it down by like first cousin and you know third and fourth cousin, which I thought was cool. Well, I did it yeah, a couple exactly. If that uh, th- those are relationship estimates um, based on the amount of DNA that you share, and those estimates uh, are very uh, if you're very closely related are are going to tell you that you're a parent and a child or uh, a sibling to each other. Uh, beyond that, it can it can mean a number of relationships. So it's very important for you to uh, do your family history, see what their family history is and make that connection exactly what the relationship is. Well, I did mine a couple of years ago now, and I still get emails from Ancestry oh, every time it makes a match, which I presume is when somebody in my family tree joins up and sort of solidifies that that connection or that branch. Are they calling you asking for money? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> uh, well, you know, Leslie, I want to get you to hang on the line because I want to talk uh, next about uh, your subscription service that uh, gives people access to all kinds of uh, historical uh, ancestry records to help them uh, research their, uh, uh, I guess, uh, family family tree. Uh, if you haven't had a chance, go to our website. Great stuff is happening there. Getconnectedmedia.com. We've got lots of great articles, podcasts, videos, kind of first looks, how-tos, uh, Christmas gift guides. Yeah, we we just just shot a whole bunch of video for all of our Christmas gift guides from across a number of different categories, not just one thing. And some of it's pretty nerdy, some of it's pretty fun. Yeah, so if you've been uh, wanting uh, to figure out what to get for someone, we've got some great ideas for you. Again, getconnectedmedia.com. It's also the place for our contest. Great Christmas gift bag this month. Giving away all sorts of things. Uh, and this is all in one bundle. It's an Oral-B IO Series 7 smart toothbrush. This thing is cool. It's got like a little screen. It it can tell you how to brush your teeth better. It knows how hard or how soft you're brushing your teeth to make sure that you're not wrecking your gums. It is amazing. Do you remember just in the old days, we just had like a toothbrush. I still just have a toothbrush. Yeah. Oh, sorry. This one's an electric one too. So yeah, yeah, you don't have to actually move your hand like a sucker. You know what I mean? Like up and down. It does that for you. Uh, Also, giving away an Ancestry DNA kit. Find out uh, where you've come from. Microsoft Surface earbuds. These things are amazing. And a Google Nest Mini. When we come back from the break, we'll talk more with Leslie Anderson from Ancestry.ca. Back after this. You're back with Get Connected. We're talking all about family trees. We've got a great guest on from Ancestry.ca. Her name is Leslie Anderson. Thanks for joining us again, Leslie. You're welcome. So we talked about uh, getting your DNA tested and finding out uh, where you've come from. But you also have this really cool subscription service that allows people to research literally millions of uh, people in the past to see if they're somehow related. Exactly. It, it really works in tandem with the Ancestry DNA test or as a standalone experience where you can build your family tree and search through billions of digital historical records worldwide. And we've partnered with archives and government agencies in order to digitize these records that we use to build and find the stories in the family tree. And uh, that is available and indexed for the majority of them and available on Ancestry. 
it really is amazing because uh, I got a chance to try it out, uh, and I have a really unique uh, last name. It's Agrabo. It's it's Danish, and it's a family name. So typically, anyone that has got that last name is somehow related to us. And it was amazing. We we're able to dig up like crazy shipping uh, records uh, of Giuseppe Agarbo doesn't sound very Danish Danish <laughs> uh, who I guess was on the ship that went all around the world and it was just amazing to get down to that level of detail that's that's wonderful that's exciting and that's why we do it is to get the details and understand the lives of our ancestors and depending on the records that we that we have we have different censuses and immigration documents or even occupational files through directories really this helps us find out the stories of our ancestors lives and maybe they fought in the war maybe they had scars or uh, birth or something like that that's recorded even down to that detail what color their eyes were you can find out uh, how they migrated to Canada and where they were born and how often are these I guess records updated it seems like you're continually offering new ones Oh, definitely. We um, have the page, our first page, which is our homepage on the Ancestry website. You can go and look at that and anything that has been added or updated will show on that for all of the countries and the documents from around the world. Let's just quickly talk about uh, pricing. So how much do the DNA kits go for? The DNA kits are actually on sale right now for Christmas, and it's available for $89, and you just go up to Ancestry.ca, and you can order a couple of kits from there. And what about the subscription service uh, for the folks uh, that uh, have already done it? Well, Ancestry gift subscriptions are available now and from our website as well. And they're currently 20% off. And again, you go up to www.ancestry.ca and you can order a gift subscription and give it to somebody. Fantastic. Uh, Leslie, thanks so much for joining us today. Oh, you're welcome. That was Leslie Anderson with Ancestry.ca. When we come back, more tech to talk here on Get Connected. Stay tuned. You're back with Get Connected, Mike and John here. Don't forget to hit our contest page, getconnectedmedia.com. It's the newsletter tab. Just subscribe and you are entered to win our holiday gift bag. Everything from an Ancestry DNA kit to Microsoft Surface earbuds. I'm forgetting all the other stuff. There's a Google Nest Mini. Toothbrush. And a toothbrush. An Oral-B. Series 7. Series 7. IO toothbrush. Smart toothbrush. GetConnectedMedia.com. Also want to just quickly uh, put a a call out there. We're uh, launching a new Get Connected TV series uh, in the spring here, and we're starting to produce it, and we're looking for segment producers, and specifically nerds. Yeah. So if you are nerdy or know someone who is that knows all about Macs and PCs and Android phones, iPhones, everything techy, Again, that's the word techie and nerdy. knows how to set the stuff up and diagnose and troubleshoot. We're looking for those type of uh, folks. You can find our job posting up on Indeed, which is uh, a big job site. Yes. So, uh, again, we encourage you to uh, check that out. Want to uh, thank all the folks that uh, helped put this show together and also uh, a call out to the App Show 
coming up uh, after this program in Toronto and on Sundays in uh, the rest of Canada. It's uh, a great program all about the world of apps and the mobile world. I want to thank John and Christina for helping put this show together. We'll see you again next time.